Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 389. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We give our Super Bowl synopsis and picks. We give our prop bet picks for the big game. And then the coach discusses his fictional toilet bowl scenario with the Cleveland Browns and the New York football giants. And we end with college basketball picks for January 30th, the 31st, and also February 1st and February 2nd. Remember, you can contact Coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast at our Twitter and Instagram handles at Talk Gambling, capital T, capital G in gambling and talk respectively. Remember, all the picks we give you, they're available for free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. When you're there, click on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. Uh, and click on that, buy yourself something nice with all those winnings. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget, there's also another banner ad there. It looks like my bookie. It looks like a little football guy, almost Steeler colors there. Uh, Sign up with MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. Uh, you get a little bonus when you sign up. And uh, you play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. They have a ton of prop bets out there, too. A lot of fun for Super Bowl. Uh, you should sign up and do that prior to the big game. And I'm an author. I talked about it in the Amazon banner. I Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. You can get it directly by publisher, thewordverb.com. If Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Podcast 389 with Nikki Guns in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl quiz. I don't think this guy played in the Super Bowl. That, that might be my first clue. Uh, how am I going to do this? All right. I'm going to give you some clues. He went to Utah. He was a badass mofo that you didn't mess with because he beat the living hell out of you. War number 89. This is podcast 389. Third round pick, 74th overall, 2001 draft. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. <laughs> didn't he beat up a guy from the Redskins or something like that? Yeah, or was that, that was that running back. He like running back. broke his jaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, 2001-2005. He was a he was a he was a beast. He was awesome for his size and his product. That that guy to me is a Hall of Famer. Yeah did did he play in the Super Bowl with the Ravens? Did he, he play, win it? He played in the Super Bowl with uh, Carolina. Uh, I don't did he? Absolutely with uh, Jake uh, Mahomes, not uh, Jake uh, Delhomme or. They got, oh, that's right. They, they did the get Patriots. to the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, he was they, he was nasty. Hey, that's got to be coaching job of the year to get the freaking Super Bowl with Jake Delhomme. Yeah, Steve Smith. Yeah. That's a nice little exercise to do. Look at all the losing quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Be like, and look at the winning quarterback. Like, oh, that's why that team won. Yep. Oh, that's why that team won. Yep. Oh, that's why that team won. Who's a better quarterback in this upcoming Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. All right, so before we get to the Super Bowl, I'm listening to Boston Sports Radio, Nick. And they're talking about Tom Brady going to the Giants. I don't want Tom Brady. I, that's the, I've never heard of that. Oh, because of uh, Judge? 
because of Judge and because uh, Gis- Giselle is that her first name? What's her? What's Giselle what's Giselle Bunch? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's bought fourteen homes in Connecticut over the past year. Yeah, according to WEI. Wow. Right. Well, she can afford it, but yeah. If I'm Tom Brady, I don't think he's going to San Diego. They do have weapons to throw to. Shitty offensive line. Lieutenant Dingler's not going to want to hear this. He's going to the Cowboys. No way. No way. Think about it. Great offensive line. You have Amari Cooper. You have Zeke Elliott. You got a pretty damn good defense. That team's ready for a championship. Listen, there's no way Brady's going to any. Brady will be the starting quarterback for the Patriots next year. If I had to pick a team that he fit in with, I think that could win right now. It's the Cowboys. I would say Chicago Bears. What weapons do they have on offense? They've got all those receivers. Even though none of them are studs, they're all his yeah. type. Yeah, Alan, Alan Robinson is okay. Little actually. jitterbug type of guys. Yeah. They've got a ground game with a good running back with Montgomery. Yep. Their defense is made to win right now. He could be a game manager. He's got a coach that's an offensive mind. But I just I can't there I cannot see the Cowboys not re-signing Dak Prescott. That would blow my mind. My question would: Lieutenant Dingler, AK forty-seven, and Ray K, all Dallas Cowboy fans are friends of the show. Would they be for Tom Brady to go to the Dallas Cowboys? Dingler would say, "Hell no!" Really, really, because he wouldn't want the satisfaction of Patriots fans yep, say, exactly. saying that they won the there's Super Bowl. No they needed way, Brady. There's no way he'd lose his mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the Patriot response to this little conversation. It's ought to be priceless. <laughs> Asus would lose his mind, too. Yeah. All right, so let's recap. We, we got to look at our picks from, from way back, beginning of the year. I had the NFC championship game being Vikings and Rams with the Vikings winning it and going to the Super Bowl. And the Patriots-Steelers in the AFC Championship with the Steelers-Vikings Super Bowl. I would have loved that right now. A rematch of Super Bowl nine, Would have loved which, it. Which was 2 nothing at the half, by the way. Wow. And with the Vikings being champions, winning their first Super Bowl. Did not come true. But although the Vikings you know, made a game of it. Darth Wager had Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl with the Chiefs winning it. Oh. AK-47 had Saints-Chiefs with Chiefs winning it. The Joker had Packers Raiders with Packers winning. It was Close. Packers are right there. Close. You had Cowboys Chiefs with the Chiefs winning it. Oh. Wow. Three of us on the Chiefs. Wow. So going into this game, you picked overall, we picked every game this year. You picked fifty six percent on the year. That's a that includes that's a winner. The playoffs. That's a winner. AK-47, just 45%. Darth Wager, 49.59. Same as myself. We had the same exact record. Wow. I really tailed off at the end of the year. And the Joker went uh, 46%. He was 118 and 134. So where we go? We're in the Super Bowl. Before we get to the Super Bowl. All right. All right. Before we get to the Super Bowl. Just want to say my... We also have the toilet bowl as well. To just want to say my, today. my farewell. To a quarterback who will always hold a place in my heart. To a man who slayed a beast that not 
many other quarterbacks could slay, including my quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. And that is Elias J. Manning Jr. Thank you for sticking the dagger in Patriot Nation's heart by not allowing them to have an undefeated season, depriving them of two Super Bowls. I don't, I was thinking about it. I don't think the man's a Hall of Famer. I think he was a very good top-notch quarterback, but I don't think he was elite. But there were times in this league where he was elite. And he was elite in those playoff runs and in those Super Bowls. And he made iconic, historic plays. Farewell and thank you, my friend. Thank you, Eli Manning. You'll always be a legend in my in my heart for destroying Patriot Nation. <laughs> destroying Patriot Nation. <laughs> All right. I also have a quiz for you before we get to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh I found get, my quiz. Found your quiz. Okay. I I am, I am I think I am ready. Mahomes is the fifth youngest quarterback to start a Super Bowl. Mm. Can you name any of the other four? <sighs> fifth youngest to start a Super Bowl. Wow, he's pretty young, too. One of them you won't get. The other three, there's a good shot you're going to get. One of them is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. I'm going to say Joe Montana back in 81 or no? Nope. No, because he played four years in college. This uh, guy, this quarterback started in 85. Oh. He's the youngest ever to start. Jim McMahon? Nope, and he started against Joe Montana in the Super Bowl. Boomer Sison? Dan Marino. Oh, Dan Marino. 85. Was that 84? That was 83. 85. Super Bowl X1X. 23 years old, 127 days. Okay. The next youngest. I'm not going to get any of these. I'm going to go with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He was a rookie. You got it there. That's a great call. That was versus Seattle. Okay. Super Bowl XL, 2006, 23 years old, 340 yards, had a horrible game. Um, finished with a 22.6 passer rating, lowest for a winning quarterback in Super Bowl history. Did convert the longest third down, though, ever in a Super Bowl in that game. And just to go back, Dan Marino also had a uh, not-so-hot game that Super Bowl. So youth and Super Bowl appearances don't always go so well. I, um, I, got, I think I got another one. Okay. Was Russell Wilson one of them? He was not. No. No. Hmm. This other one, I'll tell you the. You could have told me the year, the Super Bowl, and the team, and I still wouldn't. Have tell me the year. Nineteen eighty-three. Nineteen eighty-three. So yep. I'm thinking that was Reds, Redskins, yep. Raid, Redskins. It wasn't Redskins Raiders. Nope. Redskins Dolphins. Was that's that's Marino? Oh no, Marino Woodley. Yes. I would not have gotten Woodley. Yep. David Woodley. David Woodley. Twenty-four years, ninety-seven days old. He had. The worst performance in Super Bowl history. Okay. Um, he went 14. He four for 14 for 97 yards. A touchdown, an interception, and a fumble, and they lost. And the last one. Give me give me the year. 2019. Oh. What? 2019. It was golf? Golf. 24 True. years, 112 days old. Wow. And we know how that one ended. 
So there's a little theme here to young quarterbacks. Yeah, but how old's Garoppolo? He's got to be about the same age as Mahomes. Remember now, Garoppolo. He sat for a while. Played four years, sat for two and a half yep. in New England. So there's a theme here with young quarterbacks making starts in the Super Bowl. I got breaking news. Uh, Vermont pushed in coaches' college basketball picks. <laughs> nice. UNC Greensboro covered. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of college basketball on, on Wednesday. DePaul, first half covered. I had the under Fordham and St. Bonaventure. The game goes overtime. Oh, it would have covered easily. That's a killer. It still might cover, though. <laughs> that's how bad those offenses are. All right, back to football. Do you want to do prop bets or Super Bowl picks first? Uh, let's do... Do we want to do... Wait, wait. Let's talk about your... your Last year, after the Super Bowl, you oh, put okay. a bunch of bets in. What what did you put in? All right. So last year after the Super Bowl, I remember having this conversation with the coach. Uh, we talked post game, and for the record, I'm gonna live up to it. I the Rams in that Super Bowl, and um, that was just a horrible Super Bowl. Um, not a lot of scoring. I had the over. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was awful. So the by the way, the props last year got completely destroyed because the public takes usually the over yeah. and all the props, and none of those over props came in. So so will we have regression to the mean this uh, year? Let's hope so. Because <laughs> uh, All right, so last year when Super Bowl ended, I jumped on a bunch of uh, – so, so the day after the Super Bowl, uh, my bookie puts out, and so does in Vegas, odds for next year for teams to win the Super Bowl. And lucky for me, I took uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, what were the odds? Let's find it here. So, all right, just for example, like the Saints were plus 1,000. The Colts were plus 1,200. I took both of them. Um, Seahawks were plus 3,000. So I had them in the playoffs. Oh, wow. Um, the Jets were plus Ten thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, you bet on the Jets. I bet on the Jets. So I bet uh, San Francisco 49ers plus thirty five hundred. So I bet five dollars on the Niners. If they win the game, it's a hundred and seventy five dollar win. Oh my goodness! That's a nice profit. So um, I bet the Kansas City Chiefs week sixteen. So I did not take them early in the year, which yeah. of course I wish I had. So in week 16, I got the Chiefs plus 600. I threw 10 bucks on them for a $60 win. So that's kind of where... You, you, you hedged. I hedged, yeah. But well, I didn't well, even think about the Niners then. I, didn't, I forgot all about that. But that's... But that's well, you got to make that up. You, you, you got to... Come on, this is the show. You got to say, oh, well, I was hedging my bet. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but uh, so no, that, that's a nice... That, that 49er one is looking nice right now. Bad news for coaches' college picks. I had Virginia Military Institute against Furman. I'm getting 15 and a half points with Virginia Military Institute. And unfortunately, the game just went overtime. Is there a bad beat? They lose by 20 in this overtime. Could that happen? You think I would win plus 15 going, going 15 and a half going overtime. All right, let's get back to I didn't do any future bets for Super Bowl, uh, but. So what are you going to do? You want to do props or you want to talk about the game Let's first? Let's talk about the game first, and then we'll right. see if that ties into our – Because it definitely ties into my – The props, right? All right. So I 
I I have no feel. I okay, I can't say that. I think the Chiefs are going to win. But I think the game is an absolute dogfight, grinded out and will not be played the way the Chiefs want. The over is 55 right now. If I'm going to bet anything, I'm betting the under in this game. And this is why. The the Niners are going to take the blueprint from the Colts, from the Detroit Lions earlier in the year. They're going to control the ball and keep that offense off the field. So I think scoring is going to be at a premium. I think the Chiefs, you saw them in the playoffs start off slow. Guess what? They've started off slow all year. I think the 49ers get a lead, and they're able to work this game plan to their to perfection the way they want. The Chiefs, of course, will make a little run, but it's not going to come in bunches like it did against Houston and like it did against um, uh, Jesus. Slipped my mind. Just in Tennessee. It's not going to happen like that. So this this game is going to be methodical with the run, and it's going to play into some of my props, some that you might not think of. Uh, but I do think the Chiefs are going to pull out a win, but I think the game is in the low 20s. Wow. Like a 23-20, 24-20 type game. I like Andy Reid coming off a bye. I think the offensive line and defensive line advantage actually goes to the Chiefs in this. You know, the Chiefs aren't going to look to run. They don't run block well, but they're not going to run the ball anyway. They're going to pass. The 49ers... Uh, defense, is it back after this playoff run? I don't think so. That's why they need to keep that defense off the field with their run game because who have they played that has a good offense? Minnesota on the road? Green Bay's offense is terrible. Any any offense they played that was decent, they got torched. So um, that does worry me a little bit, but I don't think they're going to be on the field, so they're not going to get hurt that badly. I think the game's going to come down to the quarterbacks at the end. I think Mahomes is a difference maker, and they win 23-20, 24-20 type score. I would take – I am leaning towards the under. I'm going to let it keep going higher and higher before I bet it. I have not bet that yet. What do you got, Nick? I am in agreement with you completely um, on the under. I think um, – so it's, it came out at like 52 or 53. Yeah. And it's it's up to 55 and a half now, so it just keeps going up. Um, you know, the, the Super Bowl betting on the Super Bowl and watching the Super Bowl. I mean, you get people that don't watch football all year, don't watch football, but one game a year. And this is the game they watch, watch. And what, what do they want to see? And what do they like scoring? And they don't know anything about it, but what do they know? They know Jimmy Garoppolo. They know Patrick Mahomes. They know Mostert ran for four touchdowns. They know offense. They know scoring. So a lot of money is getting poured on the over there. Um, as far as the matchups go, uh, where I disagree with you, mm-hmm. I think the 49ers have the advantage on both lines. Okay. I think the 49ers have the better offensive line. I think they have been able to run the ball all year, second best in the league behind Baltimore. I think they have the best run blocking line. Yes. But I don't think the Chiefs are trying to run block. I think the Chiefs are better. I think the Chiefs it's are almost better. a wash. 
because right. they both specialize in what they do. Right. Like the Niners are going if they if you let the Niners, they're going to run the ball this game until they stop them. If they could run every play, they're going to pretty much run every play. Uh, their blueprint is you know Garoppolo game manage, play action, make a few big throws, but they're not looking for him to win the game. D line, I would take the Niners D line. Um, a lot of pedigree in that line, and I think they're playing up to it. Uh, one thing that was overlooked. The 49ers are the only team that made the playoffs that their bye was before week eight. So every other team had their bye week eight or later. The Niners' bye was week four. Word around the league is they were completely gassed and worn out, and then the injuries started settling in, and that's when their defense fell off. Then they had the bye week before the playoffs when they got Excuse me. When they got the first round by, and then that defense came alive again. Uh, so here's two more weeks for that defense to rest and get healthy. Um, I love Andy Reid. I think he is an amazing play caller, amazing X and O's. I do not think he is the best in-game coach. I'm worried at the end of the game him screwing Making up the time management. Time management decision. Yep. Um, I think, though, Shanahan is his equal as far as play calling goes and schematics and matchups. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but that that highlight on NFL Films when um, it happened against Green Bay, he called a play on his offense and he he went up to the ref and he says, watch this. They're going to hold Kittle on this play because he's going to be confused and he's beat. And the ball gets snapped and Kittle comes off the line, gets dragged to the ground, ref throws the flag. He's like, I told – like." These guys are so good. They can, they. It's almost like they set up their opponent. Right. Both of them do it. They set them up, and if you do what they think they're you're gonna do, and they plan for it, and then they'll do something different and surprise you. So, I think the Niners are gonna be able to run the ball. Uh, when this when this initially came out, the coach and I jumped on the AFC as a pick 'em. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bet that before the NFC Championship game was over. Um, initially I loved Kansas city in this game, but the more I've been studying and watching, I'm now leaning toward the Niners. Uh, it's down to one and a half. Now I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to put Garoppolo in a position to succeed. I think they get out early. I think the game stays close throughout. And my only question is this, Usually in these games, when it's a, a big time offense against a big time defense, normally in the Super Bowl, the big time defense wins the Super Bowl. But is Mahomes that kryptonite to the big time defenses? Yeah. Once in a lifetime, like because he makes throws and makes plays, and I've you know I've seen him hurt, but besides that, I've never seen Mahomes have a bad game. I've seen him have normal to above average games Mm -hmm. and then i've seen him go off nuclear but i've never seen him have a bad game how about the playoffs he's three and one 11 touchdowns no picks if he throws three touchdowns in the super bowl he sets the all-time record he breaks marino's record for most touchdowns in the postseason oh wow my thing is this is he that uber generational is he that gifted that this niners defense isn't gonna be able to stop morale because i think out of all the secondaries the Chiefs have played, this secondary for the Niners with their pass rush matches up the best against the Chiefs that you could hope for. So I, th- I think it's going to be an exciting game. I don't think it's going to be like last year. 
I do think it will be under, you know, but I think it's going to be exciting. A lot of plays. I'm not going to say the cliche, you know, Joe Blow, but obviously if there's a big turnover early, that could be a major swing or a big turnover late. Turnovers definitely could decide the game. Both teams are pretty good with the ball. Mahomes hasn't thrown a pick in the playoffs. Niners don't turn the ball over. So uh, I think it's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. So I'm going to lean 49ers, lean the under. Um, but I think it's going to be an absolute great show, and it's going to come down to Niners running, or is Mahomes just the freak of nature, a once-in-a-generation quarterback that he we, we all think he might be? And this is a good time to take a break before we get to our props. Please be sure to visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com and get all the free picks from the podcast guys, NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, even Major League Baseball. They're all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play, and it takes you right to Amazon. You buy yourself something nice with all those winnings we've been giving you with the picks, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And now for the props, Nick. So the first prop I took, the Chiefs start out slow. And the Niners are going to have a good game plan coming in. You like Shanahan, right? Like him. The total points in the first quarter, over 10 at minus 120. That's the first prop I took. I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to play well in that first quarter. They've That's been their worst quarter of the year. But I think the Niners score, maybe all you need is a field goal to push at that point. So I took the over 10. That's my, my weakest prop bet that I think I have right there is my weakest one. But give us one of your props. Well, I'll just say on my counter to that, the only thing I could see is I could see this game with studs like this and two very smart coaches that neither one – Wants to make a mistake early, so I could see them being very cautious in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. But that's just, and that's why it's one of my weakest ones. Okay. Um, so my first prop that I really like uh, is Mostert, the running back for the Forty Niners, um, over longest run of the longest run over sixteen and a half yards, and that's at minus one fifty. Um, I know it seems like I'm chasing them here. I know Mostert's been on fire, um, but I coughed <coughs> all day. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not editing it out either. I think Mostert <laughs> is gonna. I think the Niners are gonna be able to run the ball, and I think Mostert is going to catch a. I think he's gonna catch a seam on one of these run blitzes or one of these runs and run for a long way. So I think he's gonna get that over sixteen and a half. And I'm I'm going to take Mostert over sixteen and a half yards minus one fifty longest run of the of the of his of the game. All right, my next prop is the Chiefs are their best their best quarter is the second quarter offensively. So I have the Chiefs second quarter minus a half a point. So they're going to win the quarter, and I got it at even money. So. I like that one. That's yep, like it's that been there. Yep. It's been there. It's been their script the yes. whole playoffs yep. too. But it's also been their script 
the whole season. Yep. So okay, that's my second one. I like that one. All right. Uh, I'm going to go my second prop that I like uh, that I've got today, but I do not like where I got it at because uh, I did a little quick panic mood here. <laughs> um, I like Mahomes to go over 28 and a half yards rushing uh, the whole playoffs now, especially with that touchdown against Tennessee. Uh, he's healthy again. And when Mahomes is in desperation mode and wants to win games, he will run. And I think that 49er pass rush is going to be ferocious, forcing him out of the pocket often. And I think he's going to run often. So I'm, I like Mahomes over 28 and a half. The thing is, you're going to have to lay a lot of juice. And uh, I laid minus 220. That's the part I don't like. Uh, but I think he gets over 28 and a half yards rushing. All right. My next one is Mahomes versus Garoppolo TD passes. I got Mahomes minus half a TD at minus 125. Ooh, I like that one a lot. So I did. I do all the, the – I do yes or no yep. or this guy versus that guy. Yep. It just gives – it seems like it's, it's going to be a little bit more feasible to happen. Yep. So, I, like, I like more of the lottery picks. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. My next one up is uh, I'm going back to the well here, this time with Jimmy G. Jimmy G over three and a half yards rushing. It's only <laughs> going to take one run for him to go over three and a half. Um, he does not run. He is like a statue back there. But like I said, uh, desperate times call for desperate means. Uh, this game, there's no tomorrow. So I could see Jimmy G uh, torn knee repair. I know he tore that ACL last year. Uh, game on the line or late in the fourth, he's got to make a run. I think he makes that scramble. You're only laying minus 115 for the juice. Take Jimmy G over three and a half yards rushing. All right, my next one kind of goes with the game plan. The 49ers want to slow this game down. They're taking the New York Giants blueprint against the Buffalo Bills. Very similar type of, type of game. You got the... Jim Kelly was a star quarterback. You got, you know, Jeff Hostetler, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo playing the role as Jeff Hostetler. You know, they had O.J. Anderson running back back there who'd been around to a bunch of teams just like Mosert, right? Third down conversions, 49ers, over five and a half conversions for third down. You know they want, they want long drives. Minus 125 is the juice on that. So 49ers over five and a half. I just need six first downs out of the 49ers. I took them at minus 125. Like and by that. and by the way, I pushed in the in the Davidson, uh, not the David in the uh in the St. Bonaventure Fordham game that went to overtime. I pushed at 117. You'll take that. I'll take it because it looked dead when they went to overtime. All right, what's your next one? All right, my next one, here's where I start to get into my uh, my lottery chest. Yeah, my, my next two are my lottery chest. Right. I only got two left. I've got a whole bunch left. All right, so I'll, you could do a few. All right, so here's where I get into my lottery, my lottery chest. Um, who will the Super Bowl MVP thank first? And I'm going to go with his coach for mm. plus $800. So a little bet there, and if that MVP says, I want to thank my coach Andy Reid, or I want to thank my coach, Kyle Shanahan, plus 800. I'll take it. Your other choices, teammates, plus 125. How about the fans? God, plus 175. <laughs> Family, plus 800. 
owner plus fourteen hundred does not thank anyone plus four hundred. Huh. Well, a little update in coaches' college picks. I had Davidson minus four and a half against George Washington. It is now in the third overtime, tied at eighty-eight. <laughs> Give us another lottery ticket there, Nick. All right. First touchdown score in the Super Bowl, and this does not count the th- the quarterback throwing the ball. The quarterback has to run the ball. Yep. I like Mahomes first TD score, so a scramble. Yep. Plus two thousand. Ooh. And I also like Jimmy G plus twenty five hundred. A little one yard line. Little, Tom uh, Brady S QB third goal from the six. A little, you know, no one's open. They die for the end zone, a la Roethlisberger. On top, let me just trump in here. Last touchdown of the Super Bowl. Yep. I'm going back to the well here. Again, Mahomes plus two thousand, Garoppolo plus twenty five hundred. Game on the line. Third and one, fourth. They sneak it. You're in. not going to pass it in like uh, it. like the like CLC Seattle, Hawks. I'll just <laughs> slam it in there. But so anyway, big odds there for those those guys. All right, my my, I wouldn't really call this a lottery ticket. It's plus one ten odds, and this is based on maybe the game plan of the 49ers. They're going to take away any big play opportunities for the Chiefs. They're going to have to maybe put together a few first downs for a drive. I'm taking the Chiefs over five and a half first downs. Now, they're a team that gets yards in chunks. They don't get to third down too often, so they don't have that many third down conversions. They're like, they're like playing Canadian football. They, they, get, they get their first down on, on, after second down. I'm taking the Chiefs over five and a half first down, uh, third down conversions at plus 110. All right, so my last lottery tickets um... – I have one more lotto ticket. Okay, That's so it. I'll finish with my three, and then it's on you. All right. MVP of the Super Bowl. I got three dark horses here uh, for big money. First one, and he's a dark horse, but Joey Boza. Okay. Um, defensive guy. Defensive guy. It's happened Never, a few times. Very few. Uh, they need quite the game for it to happen. I think there's a chance here he could get a strip sack, you know, pick it up. You know, the trifecta, pick it up, run it in for the touchdown. Um, he could have a game with multiple sacks, three or more. Uh, that defense could dominate this game, and sometimes when the defense dominates the game like the Giants did against the Patriots, uh, they don't really know who to give the MVP to, so they give it to, you know, whoever had the best defensive day. So Joey Boza at plus 1,600. Okay. My next one uh, is the Cheetah, Tariq Hill. <laughs> He can be a game wrecker. The cheetah. Um, he can go bananas. He could have five catches for 240 yards. He could have a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, he could have a special teams something happen here. He could have a flea flicker. He could have a end around where he throws the ball a la Heinz Ward. I like Tariq Hill as a long shot, plus 2,000. My favorite dark horse from the MVP getting a lot of pub lately the first super bowl he played in with the legion of boom he was known as a you know a renegade an outlaw after that play in the end zone with uh that receiver remember he tipped the ball against the raiders uh oh who's that receiver um played for texas tech uh crabtree crabtree remember talk junk to him afterward like yeah and talk junk to brady afterward and so 
He went in there as an outlaw the first Super Bowl, didn't really know who he was, became a superstar. <coughs> now he's like the goodwill story. <coughs> he made it back. <coughs> Got a chance this game to cement himself legacy-wise as the top corner of this decade. Um, so now he's, he's you know, beating father time. He's having a great season. He's going to be matched up a lot with um, Tariq Hill. Must be doing that TB12 diet. He got he's, along with Tom. He's doing something right, dude. Um, so now he's like the superhero, Sherman. Everybody loves him. Uh, outspoken guy. He makes a pick six, or he makes a big play here or there, plus 4,000 for Sherman to win MVP. All right. So my my last one is a plus 300 bet. The 49ers are going to run the ball a lot. Cal Jezuzic, can't even pronounce his name, will get one rushing attempt. Yes, one attempt, plus 300. You know how many attempts he's had all year? Three. Wow. But if they're going to run that ball that much, you know there might be a play in there, just a, like a misdirection, a quick handoff on a, on a second a and one. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that there, there's my, my lottery pick at plus 300, and he's on the field a lot. So that also gives him a chance to get the ball if you're on the field a lot. I, I know he's only had three carries all year, but that, that's, that's why it's a lotto ticket. All right. And th- this is a good time to take a break before we get to the toilet bowl and Coach's College basketball picks. Thanks to our show supporter, MyBookieAG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit mybookieag. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys and major into wager. You play. You win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Nick, we now have the much-anticipated Toilet Bowl. Uh-oh. Did you listen to the podcast? Did you get a chance to listen to the Toilet Bowl playoffs? This is my my NFL. Take the last eight teams in order, and you have them have a, like a little playoff matchup. The winner gets the number one pick in the draft. Oh, I like that. All right. And and right now in the toilet bowl we have the Browns versus the Giants. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> so they have their media day. Daniel Jones does not take the bait from media day about Baker Mayfield's comments. You know, that's Eli lesson number three hundred twenty seven to Daniel Jones during the year. Um and if you look at the stats, uh QBR, Daniel Jones is ahead of Baker Mayfield this year. So Baker and and Baker's comments were taken out of context too. Maybe that's why Daniel Jones doesn't say anything. It must have been uh, he was too busy in between all those commercials. Yes, yes. Yeah. Getting those bathrooms fixed takes a yeah. lot of time, you know. Mowing the lawn at yeah Brown Stadium takes yeah. a long time. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. So so this game is a shootout because both defenses stink. The Giants lead thirty five thirty. With the ball on their 25-yard line. This is all about Andy Reid game management camp that both coaches, Freddie Kitchens and Pat Shermer went to, are no longer a coaching team in reality. All right? So the Giants have the ball on their own 25. 
Giants can't run. They, they go three and out. The Browns use all their timeouts. There's eight seconds left on the clock. So what would any coach do in this situation? You put Saquon back there. You let him run backwards towards the end zone, run as much time off the clock, and, and even maybe lay down inbounds so you don't have to do the, the kick at the end, right? Yep. Nope. That's not what the Giants do. The Giants wouldn't do that, right? No. You know what they're going to do? They're going to punt. And you know who's known to, to go back on big situations? I've seen it for a number of years when he's with the Giants. You know who goes back there every once in a while to return a punt? Odell Beckham Jr. Uh-oh. You know, now, you didn't know, but he was a s- suspended for the championship oh. the previous game because you know he did some bad things. You know, I'll let you listen to it. But he's back for this game, and he's already had a big day. 150 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Now he's going to receive the punt. And, you know, this is lightning in a bottle. You know, he just flies up the field, like straight line, going right through people. Giants fans start throwing up. They're having seizures, reminders of Deshaun Jackson and his punt return fiascos with the Eagles, right? OBJ is 15 yards ahead of the next closest Giant defender. He slows down at the five. The stadium anticipates the premature celebration, just waiting. He gets to the one-yard line. He steps out of bounds on purpose. He runs over to John Mayer, who's already on the field, ready to celebrate, just like Arthur Blank with the Patriots and, and, and Falcons. He runs over to Mayer, weeping, begging for forgiveness, drops to one knee, just like he did with the, 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 go- the, kick, the field goal net. The, the field goal net. Please for the Giants to take him back. Oh, Why did you goodness. banish me to Siberia? Oh, my goodness, LeMay. Mara, the softy he is, trades the number one overall pick he just earned with Odell running out at the one-yard line and gets the Browns' number two overall pick because they lost in the toilet bowl. And they swap picks. They get OBJ back. And OBJ and the Giants live happily ever after. Wow. Quite the story. How's that for a toilet bowl? Sounds like a book writer. (laughs) Sounds like an author. (laughs) Sounds like total fiction, just like what I write. (laughs) All right. Let's get to the college picks. I'm sure you got a pick of the day. The last last time you did this, you you told us to take Gonzaga. They were laying 20. They won by 50. That's what I'm talking about. So coaches' college picks on Wednesday. Right now I'm five. What did I say? Five, two, and two? Five, three? Five, three, and two. Five, three, and two. Uh, I still got some games going on. But let's go to Thursday, January 30th. This game will not be on TV. We got Western Kentucky against Florida Atlantic University. It looks like Western Kentucky uh, is going to be laying four points on the road in this, in this one, in this Conference USA game. You know, they haven't lost a beat, uh, Western Kentucky, since losing Charles Bassey to a broken leg. He was averaging 15-9. That, West, uh, that Western Kentucky offense is just going to be too much for the Florida Atlantic Owls. Uh, not Florida, yeah, Florida Atlantic. Uh, Cornelius Taylor, the Owls' biggest threat besides uh, Jalen Ingram, is all the offense they have. The Hilltoppers have won six in a row against Florida Atlantic, but only covered one of those six. So this is a little bit of a risky one. So I'm just leaning Western Kentucky. I'll lay up to four and a half points with that one. Go to another game 
on Thursday, not on TV. And, and me and the Joker love Purdue, Indiana Purdue University at Fort Wayne, one of our favorite picks three years ago. We would ride them, and we won a lot of money with Fort Wayne. And they're playing home against North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks. You know, and, and they, they handled the Fort Wayne Mastodons pretty easily in the first matchup. Uh, Marlon Stewart does it all for North Dakota, 17.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, 5.2 assists a game. The Fighting Hawks aren't very deep, though. You know, they play six guys over 20 minutes a game, a smattering of others play, but not much at all. This game might be a pick em, but North Dakota is so much better on offense, it's hard to see Purdue-Fort Wayne keeping it that close. I like North Dakota in this one. I'll give up to two points in this one. Take North Dakota. Thursday, a game you can – I got a bunch of Thursday games. Uh, Big Ten Network. Number 19, Iowa, at number 17, Maryland. I like Iowa. And they'll be getting probably about four points, maybe even more in this one. Five and a half, I saw. Five and a half. All right. Iowa, you know, there might be something about this home court advantage in the Big Ten. Maryland is home. But this is probably just a small sample size, and everything regresses to the mean eventually. Iowa has one of the best offensive teams Maryland has a lockdown defense, but that Maryland tempo seems to help their defense, and Iowa's very fast. Iowa lost to Nebraska on the road in a shocker. They also lost on the road to Michigan. I think the worm turns in this one. They win a road game. This is a big week for the Hawkeyes at Maryland, and they'll be later later in the week. They are home with the Illinois. Luca Garza is a matchup problem. Iowa's big center. He's rebounds. Uh, he's gonna bring Maryland guys away from the basket because he can shoot the three. Grab the points. I think that they will keep this team close with their offense. Take Iowa. And Nikki Guns just said they might be getting five and a half. But that's I like them. That's so all. I'm definitely betting them. But my best bet on Thursday is late on Thursday. I believe it's eleven o'clock at night. You see, Santa Barbara is at Cal State Northridge. And I think Northridge might be laying up to eight points in this one. Do it. Santa Barbara is not a great team. No, they're not. How much is it? UC Santa Barbara minus one and a half. Are you freaking shitting me? That's ESPN's line. Take Northridge. Take Northridge. Northridge is eight and 14. All right. Santa Barbara is not a great team by any means. They're far superior in offensive side of the ball. They're in the top 100 in the Ken Palm ratings. Cal State Northridge rated 329 defensively by Ken Palm. I'm telling you, Northridge beat Santa Barbara for the first time since 2017 this year on the road by eight. Northridge was a nine-point dog in that game. By far one of the top school nickname games in this one. You got the Gachos versus the Matadors. <laughs> Ironically, it's Santa Barbara that plays the Matador defense, even though their name is the Gauchos. Um, Northridge team, much better now that Lamine Diane is back. He's dropping 27 points a game in nine games this year. He's back. Okay. And then, you know, maybe people haven't caught on to that. And Terrell Gomes for Northridge is averaging over 20 points a game. Take Northridge as my best bet. I can't believe they're laying only one and a half at home. Nick, do you have one for us? I've got one for you, and I'm going back to the well on Thursday night. Oh, wow, Thursday going, nighter. I'm going back to the Zags. Laying 16 against Santa Clara. 
Look for the Zags to continue their dominance in the conference and blowing Santa Clara out of the building. Lay it on the Zags. Gonzaga, minus 16. At, at Santa Clara? At Santa Clara. Santa Clara is not bad at home. Got to be careful of that. All right. Friday night, ESPN2. VCU is at URI. I think URI might be uh, a small home favorite, maybe minus two, minus one. They are 9-1 this year against the spread at home. URI has also won and covered seven of the last eight games versus VCU. They won this year on January 11th as an 8.5-point dog at VCU. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Fast-paced teams, two good defenses that will feed their offense. I like URI, minus two or better in this one. Saturday, I only had one Friday game. Saturday, I have one, two, three, four, five games for you. Uh, two likes, three leans. Saturday is a little, uh, there's a ton of games on Saturday because not many teams are playing on Sunday because of the Super Bowl. My first lean is Providence at Butler. Tough stretch for the Friars. They lost two in a row, Creighton and Seton Hall. Then they lost to Nova at home. Butler just snapped a three-game slide with a win at Marquette. Uh, Georgetown Tuesday for Butler, while Providence gets six days to prepare for this one. The over has been the play the last four games versus uh, these two teams. That Providence offense is struggling, though. Their defense is going to be well-prepared with six games, six days off before this game. Expect a low-scoring grind of a game. Take the under at 132 or less. My other lean on Saturday at 3 o'clock, Okie State versus Oklahoma. I like Okie State. I'm leaning Okie State. I don't like it. I lean it. Okie State minus 2. Should be about minus 2. A slight road favorite. Uh, will Oklahoma State's offense be able to keep up is the big question. The Sooners have been terrible against the spread in Big 12 games. 0-7 this year against the spread in Big 12 games for uh, the, the Oklahoma Sooners. The average margin against the spread, they lose by 11.5 points. So take Okie State, laying the points in this one. My other lean on Saturday is Nevada at Boise State. Uh, I would lean Boise State up to 2.5 points. Nevada... Everybody loves Nevada. Last couple of years, they've been in the NCAA tournament. They've done well. They're a public team, kind of, sort of. Um, two similar teams, and you know, I like the fast-paced games. Boise State and, and, and uh, Nevada both play a very quick pace. Boise State is 7-2 at home this year against the spread. They cover by an average of 5.5 points. This is just a lean. Nevada shoots almost 39% from three. And Boise is prone to turnovers. That's why it's only a lean for me. And my two likes, uh, oh, I only have one like for Saturday. My bad. Uh, is Kentucky at or Auburn. I like the over at 140 points. Auburn, most likely a two-point favorite at home. Auburn, very aggressive on defense. They have five starters, almost all in double digits. Um, Daniel Purfoy scores 9.3. It's the only starter that doesn't average in double digits. Kentucky won, won both regular season games last year, then lost in the NCAA tournament. This total is probably going to be around 140. I like this one to be a high-scoring game where defense leads the easy offense. I like the over in Kentucky and Auburn. And my last like, a Sunday game, 1 o'clock on CBS prior to the Super Bowl, Georgetown and St. John's. And I like the Johnnies. I think this game's going to be about a pick 'em. 
Georgetown has not covered Big East games very well this year. They're just two and five against the spread in Big East games. St. John's, a little bit better against the spread in Big East games, five, two, and one. This game will most likely land on a pick em, like I said. Georgetown just won uh, earlier, just not even that long ago, January 21st. Uh, they beat the Johnnies. Uh, Johnnies could even be a home dog in this one. Two fast-paced teams. That Georgetown offense is good. That Johnny's defense is going to show up at home. It's going to lead to easy offense. The Johnnies are good at turning their opponent over. And Georgetown is prone to having turnovers. 14 turnovers a game. I'm going to take the Johnnies. And they pick them. They might even get points at home. Take the Johnnies. There we have it. The Super Pod is over. Nick, you got anything to add? All I'm going to say to this is, uh, guys, uh, last pod really, you know, for me, legit for the year for the Super Bowl. Uh, Big shout out to my listeners, our listeners, LeMay, Asis, Piro, Dingler, Sishan, all our our peeps, the Natsu boys. Uh, Guys, love football. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, you keep pitching, picking college games like this. We're going to have to have you do a college pick of the week. Every I, I, week. I might get in there, yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, enjoy the bowl, dude. Best day of the year for me. Love it. Um, took the day off of work afterward. Nice being a school employee. Um, so yeah, man, got nothing but love for you guys. And um, hey, keep uh, supporting us. I, I appreciate it, man. And uh, to, to end the podcast, the day before the Super Bowl, my last prop bet, the over-under is uh, 99.5%. You can take the over or the under. How far will the coach's uh, nether regions shrivel up when he jumps into Lauder Park on Saturday to raise money for hunger, the Covenant Soup Kitchen? You could donate. Go to covenantsoupkitchen.org. Donate to the Polar Plunge. The coach is going to be jumping into the frigid waters. The forecast calls for snow. On Saturday, might have some flurries, and the coach. I think I'm bringing back Jackie Moon. It's almost guaranteed. It's either Jackie Moon or Santa Claus. I will try to post a pick on the Twitter handle. Uh, please uh, donate CovenantSoupKitchen.org, and uh, you know help help some people in need. And uh, you know the coach is on freeze for that. What you got, Nick? You can also donate. Uh, I've been donating all week. Um, all the local Willimantic stores when you purchase things like the co-op and stuff. Uh, they ask you to round up to the nearest dollar, and that all goes toward the soup kitchen and the the same thing you're doing. So awesome. that's uh, a good thing to do. I've been doing that. Very nice. Very nice. There you have it. And as always, may the picks be with you.